podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Afternoon, evening, every morning, afternoon, and evening. <laughs> I'm trying to do my best, uh, Zofa, imitation that I don't have a voice as good as yours, man. Uh, so yeah, this is us uh, coming on the stream impromptu because, uh, well, things have changed since the last pod, and uh, United have a triple game week now. Just quite a ridiculous triple gimmick it's pretty much like a punishment considering that we are playing what four games in seven days it's it's ridiculous i don't think i've seen anything like it in the last few years uh and uh, my good friends pras and yan have joined us who are united fans as well because uh, we didn't cover the triple game week and we didn't uh cover how united would pan out given that they have three games now so we thought we'd just come on, do a little bit of Man United chat. It was earlier supposed to be just Pras, Yan and me. But I absolutely suck with all the technical stuff. So Zoff decided to save our ass. Congratulations, Zoff. By the way, huge result yesterday. How are you doing? Victory. I'm flying. Must have been like a great experience just watching that. It was it was amazing. It was hard to go to sleep after. Somehow managed to get to sleep. But even when you woke up, wake up morning, the adrenaline rush is very much there. So... Ran around with Frankie around the building a little bit. Can't really go out anywhere. All right. And we have our guests on, Pras, uh, who gladly uh, is a great uh, FPL player, very active in the FPL community. Where can people find you on Twitter, Pras? Hi, guys. Uh, thanks, Pranil. Thanks, uh, Zoff, for having me. I, I, I go by Pras underscore FPL on Twitter. Uh, I've played FPL for many, many years. I think we, we were uh, scouring the FFS chat rooms back in early 2010s. Um, three top 10K finishes currently around 26K. Nice, 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 nice. And he's a United fan as well. does a lot of threads. He's actually done a pretty useful thread yesterday about United as well. So I thought I'd get him on. And we have friend of the pod, Jan, as well, who's come onto the stream before. He does those excellent captaincy articles for Fantasy Football Scout as well. Jan, how you been? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for, for the invitation. I'm good. Um, watched the Chelsea game yesterday. I was so impressed by, by the Blues. So, congrats so far. Um, hoping, you know, hoping City get beating, beaten in the final because I couldn't stand, you know, the feeling of Manchester City lifting the trophy. So, yeah, looking forward to the, to the chat with you guys. Yeah, fair enough. I, I can't make my mind up because, you know, I will be happy for Zoff and Aki and all of those guys that are friends. But I know for a fact that Zoff is going to be smug all of next season if he manages to win the Champions League. So there's a little balance in terms of who do I support by the final. I mean, you could win the Europa League, then we could balance that out. You are going to give me shit for winning the Europa League when you win the Champions League every pod. We both know that. We both know that. (laughs) What I hate about Chelsea is they keep changing their manager and being successful every single time. It happened with Conte, Mourinho the second term. Uh, even Sari did okay, but I mean, you guys keep changing and this model works really well. That Get the new guy, he changes stuff or reverts back to what works well, get success. Yeah. So it's, it's a good and a bad thing, right? It shows that the squad like you know, needs that in the sense. They yeah. respond to that, but it's also a bit of worrying that they need that, that new motivation. Because the same thing that Sari, Conte and all said, we, they find it hard to motivate these players after a certain point of time. But either way, let's cut short about Chelsea. I don't think people are here to talk about Chelsea. Why don't you guys start with United? First question, actually, I just want to ask everybody because I looked at that triple game week and I was 
just amazed by the schedule and I'm, I was worried by how Sorshar agreed to something like this. I think Big Fat Sam has a lot to do with this because I think he must have not agreed to change that West Brom game, which is why we now have a triple game week in game week 35, which is sort of, some people on Twitter are going, it's a backhanded punishment. I don't think it's a backhanded punishment. It's an obvious punishment for those protests. But uh, playing a game on Sunday, playing tonight uh, against Roma, playing a game on Sunday against Villa, playing on Tuesday against Leicester, and playing on Thursday against Liverpool. Is this triple game week a trap? I'll, I'll go to you first, Pras. Um, look, I think uh, we have to take what's given to us. Uh, this is, I think, the first triple game week since 2009 or even six. So we have to take what we get. What you're assured is that, you know, the, the, the main guys who we're talking about should play two games, possibly a sub-appearance. So if I change it and say it's not a triple game week, but a double game week with guaranteed minutes, uh, with a few extra minutes uh, to add on top of it, then, I, you know, I think it's certainly something we should still attack. So you say go in on three United, don't worry too much about it. We, I mean, we'll come to 36 later and, and see how you navigate it. I think there's a balance to be struck. But if you're in a good position for 36, I think having three is, is a no-brainer, just like we attack any other double game week. This is once in a 10-year event of having a triple. What about you, Jan? Do you agree with what Pras has to say? I'm not sure about the free free United assets. Personally, I only own Bruno at the moment. Um, I'm thinking about getting a defender potentially, and I'm thinking about Greenwood. Uh, I think the upside of Greenwood is huge, but I think obviously a lot lies on the fact um, how Ole is going to set up um, today. I have a feeling we will go full strength, but maybe make some early subs. So obviously a lot will depend on that. Um, but I was obviously doing the article for this week and um, looking at those stats for Villa, for Liverpool, for Leicester, people are saying like, you know, these are tough fixtures on paper. But honestly, when you look at Liverpool recently and Villa, they've been absolutely horrific at the back. So, you know, these are fixtures you would usually target in a double game week, right? So why not target them in a triple game week? It's, it's crazy. So um, definitely considering a double up in attack, that's for sure, yeah. Zoff, so, what do you think? Going on three United, don't overthink it. Despite uh... I mean, this was my, one of my closing lines from my article. If like five, six years from now, you ask me that there was a United triple game week players, which three did you have? And I said, oh, bro, I had just two. It just wouldn't feel right. Like if this opportunity comes across in a blue moon, sure, it might not work. But then like, you know, you have to try to have fun with it, right? The three games to come, maybe your players will get some involvement. It's, a, it's like, you know, it's an elongated week up to like next Friday. Go for that involvement. Why not? So we have just two, three weeks to play. I, I see Frankie's on the stream as well. Is he in agreement with you? Yep. Yep. Frankie's in agreement. All right. So let's, let's first up, I thought we'd uh, talk about tonight. I, I'm in agreement with uh, what Jan is saying, where, you know, I expect us to play a very strong lineup tonight. You, you, yes, we have a four-goal lead, but you don't want, want the embarrassment of something like this biting in the ass if you take it too easy. And I think what works in our favor is that there is a you're, you're allowed five subs in the Europa League. So I'm expecting a strong team and I'm expecting the big guys to be benched, uh, you know, subbed in the 50th, 60th minute uh, once the game is in control. What do you guys think? Uh, Jan? Um, again, I'm in agreement with you, especially as we talked uh, before the stream. Uh, it's not like we need to rest anyone today. We, we've had almost, we've had literally a full week's rest. Um, so in that case, um, especially I'm, I'm predicting a very strong 11, maybe show bench, but also remains to be seen. It's a 50-50. Um, 
so in that case, I think just all is going to try to build momentum, you know, to keep the momentum after the big win. As you said, avoid, maybe not even avoid the embarrassment, but, um, you know, just showing the ambition, showing the potential of the team. And I think the lads are also pretty, pretty confident right now and, you know, trying to prove the point that they can compete at this level. So um, I would say, you know, just play your full, full strength 11, maybe maybe be like tune it up at halftime and then make the five subs. And uh, I don't see why he wouldn't play a full strength 11 at the moment. Russ, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm sort of in the middle. So I, I do agree that uh, they will be reduced minutes. I think it's also an opportunity to kind of give people some time, right? I mean, Tellers has kind of not played for a while. Van der Beek, we all know what's happened all season. So, I mean, let's 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 talk about the lineup. I mean, I'm, obviously, De Gea will start. He's been doing most of the Europa League games and Henderson, the, the league games. And I think if you have a solid backline, I don't think Maguire or Lindelof will, will drop out. So they stay. Van Bissaka probably play, plays. So I can pro- potentially see Tellus as the fourth. So you still have a solid defense. Maybe a Matic to, to hold some possession, to be a little bit more defensive. But the problem is, you know, on the right side, uh, right wing, we're, we're threadbare, right? I mean, other than Greenwood, uh, James is injured. James would have definitely started if he was not injured. Uh, so you're basically looking at Greenwood as potentially the only option, maybe Rashford, but then who plays on the left? If the game is uh, sealed up in the first 45 minutes, I, I wouldn't be surprised to him see him give Diallo a run. He's done that with Diallo in the... Uh, Europa League, where he's gotten a few appearances. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Ahmad getting maybe 30, 40 minutes on that. Agree. Side. Even Mata, potentially. Yeah, Mata's fit again. Yes, I completely forgot about that. Uh, let's 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 talk defense first, because a lot of people are interested in terms of which players do you go for the double game week, triple game week. Uh, I think, in my opinion, the best option to get 270 minutes is Dean Henderson, uh, because. Uh, you know, with Maguire, you're still thinking maybe he rests Maguire in one of the three games. But uh, Hendo has been playing all the Premier League games. Uh, the only reason uh, he might play Digger, and if he plays Digger to be the Leicester game, is because of rotation. But I don't think tiredness is an issue with the keepers. So, do, do you guys agree that Hendo is the best bet for most minutes? I mean, you just said tiredness isn't an issue. I think Thomas Tuchel would disagree, and I'm saying this as a man, the owner. It hurt me a lot recently. Um, I'm in disagreement, to be honest, regarding the keeper, um, because we've seen bef- before that he even, uh, I think he put Henderson in earlier in the season against Southampton, and he said he's just trying to ro- rotate. Go on, go on, yeah. Yeah, uh, Solskjaer just said he's trying to rotate between the keepers, and with such a tight schedule, I wouldn't be surprised uh, to see, for example, Henderson starting today. But uh, they have, for example, getting the away game um, at Villa. It's the first game in the triple game. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Maguire for me is 100% nailed. I can't see him not starting. Uh, possibly, maybe I can see Bailey playing the Aston Villa game alongside Maguire. So Lindelof getting the big games against Roma, against Leicester and against um, Liverpool. Uh, if I remember correctly, Bailey had this monster game against Villa early in the season. I think it was game week 19 or 20. Uh, finished 2-1 for United, but Bailey came up with this, that massive block at the end of the game. A last-ditch tackle, which was, uh, which was huge. Great moment for him as well. Um, so uh, maybe, you know, Lindelof for Bailey. 
but Maguire and also on Bissaka, I would say 100% nailed to play, uh, to start the free games in the triple game week. Not so sure about Henderson. You, you're, you don't think tiredness is going to be an issue? You don't see one game, maybe the Villa game, him pairing up a Lindelof and a Bailey? No, I don't, I don't. I don't remember the last time we... I don't think we ever played Lindelof with Bailey, do we? No. I'm no, pretty no. confident it was always Maguire with one of them. And uh, also, we obviously know all the stats about Maguire playing the most minutes out of all players in, in Europe and stuff. And he's just unbreakable, man. So as long as he stays fit, I think he starts 100%. Yep. And he's got the goal threat. So um, that's why I'm, you know, targeting him for... FPL purposes. You're right that Lindelof right. and Maguire haven't played together because Maguire's played every single minute since he joined Man United. Yeah, yeah, Lindelof and Bailey. You sorry, sorry, Lindelof and Bailey. But just something yeah. you guys mentioned earlier about the lineups, right, for tonight. I think he ha- cannot afford to go for a very like rested lineup because it sends a, it gives encouragement to Droma, right? The la- yeah. one thing you want as motivated as soon as you see the team sheet, you see some players missing out. That's going to give Roma the legend. As soon as they score the one goal, the two goals. It becomes like, you know, a little matter of nerves. So in terms of selection, I don't think today is going to be a weekend side. I'd expect at least nine or ten of your regular guys to start. Uh, I'm in agreement. Uh, what Jan and Pras also said earlier, probably Shaw Teles is a dilemma. Outside of that, maybe Matic plays in midfield, but of the other big guys... Everybody are else going plays. To, yeah. Pras, what do you say about what Jan has to say? He's pretty confident about Maguire playing the three. I would agree. Uh, and, you know, one, one thing about the schedule is the Leicester game is in the middle. So Maguire, because of his Leicester background, will want to not sit that one out as well. So even if we thought that, you know, he could be rested, it would be that one which is sandwiched in the middle. But because that is Leicester, I think Maguire plays all three, honestly. Um, with, with Henderson, I agree with you, Pranil, that uh, he should play. But I think Ole is managing egos here, right? I mean, both are great keepers. It's it's more about what he's kind of told told them. And if there is such a fixture pileup, maybe he kind of says, okay, De Gea, you start this one. So I would be slightly less confident with Henderson. Van Bissaka, it's a case of, you know, his backup is Brandon Williams. Uh, Van Bissaka is not as up and down as Shaw anyway. I mean, he does, but he kind of stops just at the at the penalty box, not not goes further. And also, he's I a fitness he's... monster, right? You don't need to worry about Van Bissaka. He's young. He's a fitness monster as well. So, that, that isn't a worry ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, nailless, I think those are the three. But I think that the trump card is sure, right? I mean, he's the guy who will play, even if he plays 180 minutes. Uh, can you really say that he won't score more points than the others? That's Agreed. really one to answer. Agreed. Agreed. So, in terms of, let's, let's, let's put you guys on the spot. Jan, I'll go to you first. In terms of options, in terms of defense, including the keeper, who would your top three be? Um, and I'm let's, just gonna... let's, let's assume that Shaw is going to get lesser minutes, but he's got more points potential in terms of assist potential. So, um, I'll probably go Maguire first, one Bissaka second because of Nail and Dest, and um, Shaw just behind him. I, as I said before, I wouldn't go with the goalkeeper because it's just going to be a pain in the ass, honestly. And uh, Probably not expecting more than uh, than two clean sheets. We're probably going to concede at least at least once, and it's just going to be annoying, you know, to pick a keeper. Maybe if you're on the free head, right? But um, not only in this triple game week, but um, honestly, until the end of this, uh, getting the last game at Old Trafford if he's about to leave in the summer. Uh, so this factor, also the fact that maybe Ola and the board want to build up his value before before selling him. 
So I can see the hair getting some games. Um, I wouldn't risk it with Henderson, to be honest. So Maguire, Wan-Bissaka, Shaw. That's my final, final answer. Russ? I would go Maguire, Shaw, and Wan-Bissaka. With one caveat with Shaw is, and it depends if you're on a free hit or not, um, because United play in game week 38, three days before Europa League final, you just never know what he does. And that's not a home game. So one of the things was, you know, in home games, people will start their best team because fans are back. It's actually away. And so you wouldn't exclude maybe Shaw missing that one out. So if you're not on a free hit, if you're actually just looking to transfer either Van Bissaka or Shaw, then I think I would slightly favor Van Bissaka, but it's it's a boring pick. I think the exciting pick is Shaw. So I would I would actually, if you were to force rank me, I would say Maguire closely followed by Shaw and then Van Bissaka. All right, fair. I was actually uh, going Hendo over Maguire as my options, but uh, the arguments that you guys have made, I can't, uh, they make sense to me. So I'm going to change my answer. I'm also going to go with Maguire first. I'm going to go with Pras's second pick, which is Shaw, and I'm going to have Andersaka third. I am in agreement with the keeper conversation that you guys have had. Zoff, anything to add? Yeah. I mean, I would, I'm surprised you guys are putting Maguire over Shaw because I would think Shaw can even outscore Maguire in two, ma- in two matches over three. Especially, yeah, didn't you own Shaw at some point? Uh, Maguire at some point. So I did. Far. I did. I think that was around 18, 19. That was before Shaw really started taking set pieces and like you know started getting a lot more forward. We saw that around I think game week twenty, where he gave a lot more license for the fullbacks to go. Yeah, but didn't you have you you have him for the the game where he scored against Sheffield? Yes, I think it yes, was. I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, I mean he still got this goal for it, doesn't he? I'm obviously. His headers are not at po- are not on point and never have been, but somehow he's gonna put that ball in at yeah. some point. He's so. taken at the last. I did this research today morning. The last his game week, he's taken four shots in the box, but none have been on target. So he gets his head to the ball a lot. If he was more accurate with it, he'd probably have a lot more goals. See, the other thing with defenders we should discuss is that, that given the the tightness of the schedule and the fact that United have been typically defensive in the tougher games. Uh, you would expect them to be slightly more, uh, you know, sitting back than more than usual, even Correct. for Leicester. Especially in the Leicester and the Liverpool game, agreed exactly. That, that that's sort of a deal breaker, so between Shaw and Maguire. I, know. I just think Shaw is just so much more engaging with the set pieces. I mean, even if Maguire scores, it's likely going to be Shaw taking the set pieces. So my ranking would probably be Shaw, Maguire, and Van Bissaka. Fair enough. Fair enough. But Shaw and Maguire are in the top two. And I think most people already own Shaw as well. So it's yeah. sort of like no thinking there. And just but one just... thing to add regarding Shaw. Um, there's always the chance that he's going to get subbed around the 50th, 55th minute for Tayesh. So this is a concern as well. If Maguire starts, he completes the 90. Correct. And, so and, 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 a long-term, and from a long-term point of view, I, I don't see Shaw playing in game week 38 before the final, three days before the final. So that's also something that's Correct. going on the mind if you're looking at long term. All right, uh, let's let's move to the attackers. I don't think uh, we should waste any time talking about Bruno. He's a no-brainer. I'm going to do every. I'm I'm selling Kane and Son most likely to get uh, Bruno in my team and captain him without thinking. The slight temptation is there to be cheeky and captain a Mo Salah, but when a triple game week shows up, you 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 you. Do the right thing and just captain Bruno. Anybody disagreeing? Not captaining Bruno yet? The only other option would be Salah. And the problem is Salah has traditionally struggled against Shaw. If the second fixture was probably West Brom instead of Man United, then you could possibly make the case. But with the second fixture being United away, I don't think that really appeals. Russ? 
I actually think uh, Inyacho could be a good option, to be honest. Because if I'm if I if I was to guess which is the game that Ole would say I would I would rest the guys, it could be Leicester because he won't do it versus Liverpool. Uh, he'll want to have a strong team versus Villa because he wants to kind of get ahead, kind of finalize uh, the second spot or the Champions League place. So if we were to play a weaker team versus Leicester, then Leicester has potentially two two better games, but. Again, going back to our once in a blue moon conversation, it's a triple game week. Bruno could play all three. Nothing is excluding him from not playing all three. We have to go with that. I mean, there is a theory that Bruno is managing Ole rather than vice versa. So, <laughs> yeah. And what do you think? Uh, I would agree with the theory that he's uh, he's bigger than the manager to some extent, probably. I mean, given his uh, charisma and stuff. Um, I can see past Bruno. I've made um, this comparison between Bruno and Greenwood for the article this week. Uh, Greenwood, is, uh, Greenwood is actually looking really good uh, in terms of statistics. He's like um, second for shots among midfielders, uh, just behind Salah for the last four game weeks, uh, which is impressive. He also came off the bench against Roma, scored immediately. Um, he's in great form. He's confident. He's like really playing similarly to what he did last year. Although, um, compared to last year, he really added the creativity to his his game. So I think as an FPL asset, he is a much improved asset compared to last year. Obviously, concerns regarding minutes with uh, Greenwood and no set pieces. Um, Just, you know, tell me that Bruno is just an outstanding option this week. I mean, if I didn't own Bruno and had no chance of getting him in, I would probably captain Salah, to be honest. Even uh, even though he's coming up against the best left back in the world this season, so uh, I think it's going to be an open game to be honest, because Liverpool have to go for it, and we are going to be a bit tired after this tight schedule. So um, I wouldn't put it past Salah to to get a goal at Old Trafford. Yeah, because that's the last game in this entire run. So our it players is. are going to be on their last leg. So uh, if I was a betting man, I'd say that there are good chances Liverpool take something from that game. Definitely. Yeah, they did oh, score yeah. two goals in the last game in the FA Cup. Um, it was Salah who scored them both. Um, and yeah, as I said before, uh, Liverpool have to go for it. So assuming they win the next game, which is... Um, it is Newcastle, right? No, it is Southampton. Southampton. So, so if they win Southampton, they're getting closer to the top four. Um, they have to go for it against us. So I think it's going to be a quite open game. Uh, Pras, I'll post this question to you for those that you know have to change a lot of things to get Bruno in their team. And you've looked at those Greenwood stats. They, they're like Ian mentioned, they're very, very uh, good at the moment. And there is the thinking that he's a 19-year-old as well, right? So he recovers much faster than everybody else. You think he's an outside fund as a captaincy option? I think so. I mean, if if you can't get to uh, to Bruno. Uh, I think it's worth going for him over Salah. I mean, we have to remember, even if Greenwood comes on, he's very sharp. He's very quick. He's very accurate. So, you know, you back him to get a return. And, you know, usually when he comes on, you need, uh, you know, he's against tired legs. I think he got a haul that uh, 15-pointer as well. Yeah. So, I don't think it's a problem with Greenwood as such to to, to be worried. Uh, I mean, he could play all games. I would really look for what Ole says after the game if he's asked about Dan James. Uh, because before, uh, I think yesterday, he said he'll be out for a while. Now, for a while in a one-week space basically means he could base all three. And if he's missing all three, then I can't see how we can go without Greenwood in any of the games, especially the bigger games. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Uh, one question that I have is a lot of people in the chat are asking between Rashford and Greenwood. For me personally, it has to be uh, Greenwood because first of all, Rashford nowadays spends a lot of his time on the right hand side instead of the left hand side. He's much more effective as an FPL asset on that left hand side. Now that Leicester game and the Liverpool game are pretty big games. So I'm expecting Pogba to play on the left hand side in those two games, uh, which is why I'm not convinced about Rashford as an asset and I'd have Greenwood over him. Do, do you agree, Yan? Absolutely. I mean, if I were to go with three United attackers, I would go with Rashford for the third place. Um, but he's not that confident. He's not that natural on the on that right hand side, and obviously he's been carrying those uh, issues with his shoulder all the all year almost, and obviously the back problems. So um, he's not entirely fit, and I can't see him starting more than two games in that period. Mm, and one thing about Rashford, um, he just doesn't seem that confident to me. Like as you said. Um, Pras like uh, Greenwood, even if even if he's coming off the bench, he reminds me of uh, this old theory of Theo Walcott coming against tired legs. You know, just coming in for the last ten minutes and causing a lot of chaos and scoring and, and assisting. He's got the confidence going. Um, so for me, it's definitely Greenwood over Rashford. Obviously, I'm not writing off Rashford completely. He's got uh, great ability and he's a proven FPL asset to some extent. Uh, but right now, uh, you know, for minutes, um, for points potential, I would take Greenwood over him. So Even us. Sorry, Ian, go ahead. Then I'll say my piece. Yeah, I was just, uh, I was just saying that I will even go with him as a differential captaincy option if you fancy not going with Bruno. I know not many people will want to go against Bruno, but yeah. Green was a fine option, in my, my opinion. Yeah, I, I'm not in disagreement. I think it's a good punt. It's a good outside punt for those two. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And I genuinely think he's a great option. Some stats for the last six game weeks amongst United players. He leads the way for big chances for shots in the box, 17, XG non-penalty, 2.1, and shots on target, 10. So only Bruno is beating him for expected goal involvement. And he is third for expected assists, only behind Shaw and Bruno. So the numbers are crazy numbers. For, for Greenwood. You have Bruno and Shaw at the moment, right? So, so who's the third option? You're getting in a defender? Or Greenwood, you're Greenwood. Greenwood, absolutely no brainer. Honestly, like, you know, I know like you guys are being maybe a little bit diplomatic about Rashford, but I don't think he's a complete no-go area at the moment. I mean, he's struggling to play two games a week, let alone four. So I think like, you know, even if I had somebody like Sun, Sun I wouldn't move him to Rashford. I'm comfortable moving Sun to Greenwood. All right. And uh, I would say... All... Go on, Pras. Sorry, I was just going to say on Rashford, just as one supporter of him, um, if I can understand if he's rested today and people are on free hit, if they wanted to yes. take an outside punt. But other than that, if you're on a long-term game, again, talking about game week 38, you don't know if Rashford's going to start that one either. Well, Greenwood uh, probably might because you're not expecting Greenwood to start the Europa League final, right? So Greenwood, you get, exactly. you get the 37 Fulham game also and you probably get the Wolves away fixture also. And plus, if you want to bench him in 36, it takes up less of your budget. That's yeah. a great point, Sof, because if you actually wanted to talk about it, our best team right now is Cavani up front with Pogba, uh, Bruno and Rashford and then Fred and McTominay. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Greenwood starts uh, game, game week 38. That's a really good point. Do you guys agree? So Jan, Pras? Yeah. Yep. I just well, want to add, think, run, uh, add one thing about Rashford. Um, I'm in a bit of a disagreement with Zoff that he's struggling. Obviously, you're exaggerating here, but he's hardly struggling to you know, play 
three games a week. He's done that for the last um, year or so. The only time he was the benched. Was... I meant only because of his injury that he's carrying recently, right? So well, he is managed. He's being managed, isn't he? But he yeah. is starting all the games he's available for. The only one he didn't start was against Granada, and we were already one nil up after the first leg. Right. So. He's played four hundred and four minutes over the last six game weeks, and Greenwood has played three seventy eight. So it's not that far off in terms of minutes. You're right. Of course, yes. The minutes the minutes are being managed because um, there used to be a time that Rashford used to play ninety minutes every week. Now he's playing 75, 85, 83. So and and so even being... when he's running, right? It's not freely. That's there the is... point I'm making. The body language, the swagger is not there, which we saw like you know earlier in the season, towards the end of last season, where he was making things happen. I'm just not seeing yeah. that as much. And I think especially with such a tight schedule, Ole will tell him, don't stretch yourself because we need you in the Europa League final as well. You know, Play a little bit within yourselves. So that is something that I think about. I just I actually just wanted to address the two outside punts that are there in the form of Paul Pogba and uh, who's currently in the form of his life. He's probably been our best player for the last couple of months, in my opinion. And then there is uh, Edinson Cavani as well. Cavani, though, I, I, I worry about his playing time. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd be surprised if he gets more than 150 minutes in this double. And I prefer Bruno and Greenwood as attackers. But I think Pogba is a fair enough uh, left field punt, especially because I, I can see him starting those Liverpool and Leicester games. Your thoughts, boys? Russ? Um, I agree. I think Pogba could be a decent shout. I just feel he's 0. 0.4. Just 0.4 more expensive than Greenwood. So why would you go there unless you just want to be different? I mean, if you want to do Greenwood and Pogba on a free hit, maybe if you're chasing. But because Greenwood is slightly cheaper, there's no particular need to do it. I mean, one one important thing on Cavani is we had the lineup uh, before the, the fans stormed in or actually, uh, you know, wh- before the game was postponed, we got the Liverpool lineup. And in that, Cavani wasn't starting. So it was Rashford up top or exchanging with Greenwood on the right. You had Bruno and, and Pogba on the left. And that, like you said, uh, LR is, is probably the, the strongest team. Maybe Cavani comes in for Greenwood. But uh, you just don't know with Cavani and, and the injury injury history. If you have him, keep him. If you don't have him, you don't need to go there. Jan, what do you think? Uh, great summary by Pras here. I, again, I wouldn't buy him if you didn't know him. But obviously, if you if you have him, just keep him and hope he starts um, he starts the Leicester and the Aston Villa game. Obviously, it all depends on today's lineup. But as long as Marshall is out, he he should be safe for as you said, Pranil, like 150 minutes and that and that triple game week. I'm, I'm just trying to say double game week. Obviously, triple game week sounds so weird. And um, but yeah, I just wouldn't go there. I mean, if you really about Pogba, if you're really trying to go different, maybe as a third option. But again, I don't see why you would spend the extra money over Greenwood. Uh, again, as you said, probably I totally agree. Pogba is in the form of his life. He's probably the best version of himself I've seen at United. Probably similar version to what he was at Juve, uh, which is a great sign. He's in a great mental state at the moment and he, he's a joy to watch. Uh, but for me, he's never been a good FPL asset. And th- that's it. He's never got that hunger for goal. And um, even playing on that left wing, he usually drops a bit deeper. He's trying to be the assister of the assister, but not necessarily going for goal. So, um, you know, he's a fine punt, but uh, I definitely wouldn't go with him over Greenwood or Rashford. Plus, people remember Pogba from last year when Ole just joined of that mad spell that him and Rashford went through. 
I think that's less true now because of Bruno. He's not on penalties anymore. Uh, we all remember that slow run-up that he used to have. Um, he's not on all direct free kicks. He sometimes just snatches them. But, uh, you know, that takes away the appeal. And ultimately, if you watch the games, it's always, you know, when he plays on the left, it's fine. But there's also games maybe against Villa where he'll be in the two. Um, you're, you're basically not getting your money's worth compared to Greenwood. All right. Then let, let me post... Uh... Uh, question to you guys, putting you guys on the spot. Zoff, I'll actually go with go to you first. If you were on free hit, the three United you would go with? Shaw, Bruno, Greenwood. Jan? Maguire, Greenwood, Bruno. Russ? So, obviously, with free hit, it depends who else you want, right? Because if, if I want to afford Vardy, then I would probably go double defence. So I'm going to give a if 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 answer. So if you were to kind of push your budget on a free hit, get Vardy, no, get no, no, Mane. There's there's no ifs here because you need to prioritize your United players. Only United. So, uh, only I, United. I, I think Bruno Greenwood and uh, Maguire. Maguire. Yeah, even I I think I'd go with Bruno Greenwood and Maguire. I think Jan stopped me into Maguire having the possibility of playing three games, and I quite fancy him for a goal on a set piece. So yeah, those are my three as well. Uh, long term also. I think that would be my answer because uh, I'm expecting Shaw to be benched in game week 38. I'm liking the chances of Greenwood playing a game in game week 38 as well because of what the perceived UCL final lineup would be. Is this the answer? All right. Frankie doesn't agree. Frankie is saying he's going Shaw uh, over Maguire for the third United spot. Uh, what do you guys think long term? Agree with the same three? Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with, with that long term. I mean, the the great thing, if you have a free hit in 36, and I know LR and I do, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. It's not it's not that popular, but you basically get these guys, um, the three you want now, transfer them in, free hit them out or bench them if it's Greenwood uh, and Maguire. Then for Fulham at home, we'll play the strongest team. So, okay. so we'll have, uh, you know, even if you have Shaw, you can be confident he's going to start. Pogba, Bruno, they're all going to start. And then for 38, get the guys who we think are on the periphery. So Greenwood works well from that point of view. And Maguire just plays every time. Jan, long term, which three would you go with? I was trying to go with something different. Really trying to. But I just can't see the argument to go with Shaw over Maguire. You know, with the security of minutes. Again, I have to go with Bruno, uh, Greenwood, Maguire. It's just the sensible thing to do. And obviously, I do see the appeal of Shaw. But potentially missing like two games out of the remaining, what, like, five or, or four games, that's just uh, not enough upside for me and too much risk with show compared to Maguire. So again, Maguire, Greenwood and uh, Bruno. It's interesting that uh, none of the four of us would recommend a defensive double up and go for an attacking double up as well. So uh, just something worth pointing out. Uh, anything else to cover? I think we're pretty much done. Cavani, there have given a few questions about Cavani. We, we spoke about Cavani. He's uh, he's some. If we were to have two attackers, Bruno and Greenwood, I think everybody's in agreement would be the two we'd prefer compared to Cavani. The thing with Cavani is though that when he is playing, everything falls to him. He's at the end of most of our chances. But the problem is the perceived minutes that we think he'll play. That's about anyway. And... He, he's the kind of guy who normally plays once a week, and Ole is very careful flogging him even twice. So I don't know what happens when we have four games in seven days. Also, another factor is that Martial came back to training yesterday. So, although he's still a bit um, a bit back and he's probably like two weeks until returning to full fitness, 
Yeah. Um, you can see Cavani being benched in like game week 37, game week 38. So just not worth the hassle, especially if he's going to miss some games and uh, triple game week. Yeah, I think Cavani plays 37. I think Greenwood plays 38 and Marshall plays 38. Cavani is rested and then he plays the final. If I had to put uh, myself on the line, I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think Jan has to leave as well. So uh, we will not uh, take too much of his time. Uh, Zoff, Pras, do you guys want to do a short 10 minute QA in the meantime? Sure. Or you can do a short 10 minute QA, maybe even a five minute macro strategy discussion in terms of like, you know, how the fixtures like effectively going to go with the blank next week. If you guys have time. Uh, yep. Process time. Jan, I'm mindful of your time. How much more time do you have? I'm, I'm just going to run to my lecture right now. I mean, I'm going to connect to my lecture because I just joined in, you know, sandwiched between two yeah, online classes. So, yeah. That's fine. that's fine. But thanks for the discussion, guys. Really appreciate yes. it. Enjoy. Thank it. you, Jan. And... Thank you so much for joining us. Okay. See you, guys. See you. Bye. All right. It's actually great that... Uh... Pras uh, has a free hit as well. Pras, uh, how many how many double game makers do you have at the moment? So I'm in a good spot at the moment. I have uh, because of the Liverpool um, double game week, I will end up with all eleven double game weekers because I have two free transfers as well. But that includes benching Kane, so I need to dis- debate if playing Saka over Kane is the right move. I will talk myself into one of the two. But uh, I, I'll have with the two free transfers, the three United we talked about. Um, I have uh, the the two Chelsea guys, Rudiger, Mendy. Um, then you have the three Liverpool guys: uh, Salah, Yota, Ta. I have Nacho um, up top. So yeah, I think good good position for this week. And then all the guys who blank, which is Chelsea, Leicester, and uh, United, I can take them out next week. All right, yeah, same, same. I, I'm actually been debating free hit 35 or 36 since Saturday, and my position has changed twice or thrice because the FPL ecosystem has uh, changed thrice in that period where we weren't knowing that the game would uh, be called off, and then the double game week. We're assuming Liverpool to have a double game week, and then there's a triple game week for Man United uh, at the moment. But at the moment, I've got around seven or eight people who have a double game week, and I have only seven or eight starters in game week 36 as well. Now the Problem is with the United triple, I need to get Bruno. And uh, I can't get Bruno without selling Kane. So my plan at the moment is I'm looking to sell Bale. I'm looking to sell Kane. And I'm looking to sell Reguilon. And I'm getting Bruno. I'm getting Robertson. And I'm getting DCL. And I'm free hitting those Spurs players back in 36. Now, the big compromise I am making is not having any Spurs players in 37 and 38. But I think having... uh, Six players from United and Liverpool who have a good fixture in 37 is a decent enough sacrifice and you can't have everyone and you need to make a, uh, you need to pick your battles in terms of the horse that you want to choose. Now, my, my assumption, my, my thinking here is I can play a little defensive in game week 35 because I'll have three Liverpool, I'll have three United, I'll have Inacho, Madison, DCL and ME, which gives me 10 double game weekers where I'll be pretty close to the free hit template. And I'm guessing I'll have much more unique players in game week 36, where I'm targeting the city fixture against Newcastle, where I'm hoping to get in a money against West Brom. I'll be going in with three Liverpool in that West Brom game as well. I'm targeting the Everton fixture versus Sheffield United, and I'm targeting the Spurs fixture versus Wolves. I think there are four good fixtures to target in game week 36 as well, which is why at the moment I'm on free hit 36, take a minus eight, get in about 10 double game weekers, get Bruno in place, and then see what happens in game week 37. So that's where yeah. I'm in. 
free hit 35 36 scenario people that have a decision to make you need to do that you need to make your 35 team i keep saying it you need to make your free hit 35 team you make your free hit 36 team see what you're compromising in the last two game weeks but it needs to be a pen and pencil activity and see Absolutely. what you're gaining, see what you're losing. I agree with whatever you said. I think 36 of fixtures, the attacking upside is really good. So I think I agree with the strategy you've chosen. Yeah, because I don't think many people are going to have three city players. There's a lot of differences are for offer, right? Because people will be busy sorting out fires they have from the previous game week in terms of blanks. They won't be in a position mm -hmm. to really attack that game week yeah. per se. Yeah, and minus eight is not a consideration for me because I need to take that minus eight uh, either this week or next week. Just so, see whatever players you bring in for the date have a good fixture on 37 as well because you'll have only one free transfer. Yep, exactly what I've looked at. Bruno, uh, Robertson and uh, DCL, all three good in 37. So sorted. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, what about now? Let, let's talk about people who don't have a free hit now, right? You have a one free transfer and you have, let's say, we have a lot of Spurs players. We have Lingards. The likes of that. So what do you guys think you should do in terms of United assets with them blanking the next week? I think there needs to be a balance uh, at play. Because uh, if the only United defender, let's say, who we think might get three games is Maguire and maybe Van Bissaka, uh, I don't think you change things up too much for anyone but Bruno. Because he's, he's a legit captaincy option. If you are the brave kinds and are happy captaining either a Greenwood or a Salah, fair play. Uh, but... If I had to change things up massively, it would only be for Bruno. And for everything else, I'd sort of have a balance because most of the teams are going to have the players are going to have the same number of games in 35 and 36. So I wouldn't be pulling up trees. Exactly. That's the point I wanted to hear, right? Because ultimately, the number of games is going to even out. Exactly. Exactly. Pras, you're in agreement? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if if you if you don't have a free hit and you have a few transfers, I don't think all transfers need to go for United assets. Like LR is saying, I mean, he's getting Everton and Liverpool for the exact reason that they have a double in 35 and they have a game in 36. That doesn't that is not true for Leicester United. Um, so, you know, there has to be a bigger, longer-term balance. People selling Lingard, for example, for Greenwood. Yes, you may get a great, um, you know, 35, but then he blanks. And Lingard has the am amazing run-in of, you know, 36, 37, and 38. So it really depends. You need to, you know, put put your uh, pen uh, pen and pencil down and uh, work it out on what works best for you. Taking mm -hmm. a minus eight to get United players, taking a minus eight to get them out next just doesn't work. Yeah, I think a good yeah. rule of thumb would be as long as you can field 11 players... In let's say the week after in the blank game week with up to a negative four, then you can afford to go as hard as you want on this week. I think that's probably a good rule of thumb. Anything more than a negative, if you take negative eight, twelve to get eleven players a week after, it's probably a step too far. Yeah, and and I think uh, the gold standard team right now is uh, Liverpool in terms of having a double in thirty-five, having good fixtures in thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So they're a nice safe go-to team. If you don't have three Liverpool slots filling. That's why I'm going on Robber because I'm fairly confident he plays all the games as well. So I'm happy to have him as a long-term asset. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh let's let's do a little bit of a QA. Yep. Uh, 45 minutes in. So yeah, let's just do a quick 10 15 yeah. minutes QA. 10 minutes, yeah, we'll, we'll keep, cut it short too. Yeah, let's uh, try to keep it below an hour at <laughs> this time. Below an hour, yes, yes, yes. Guys, feel free to hit uh, us with your questions. We're here for about five, ten minutes. I think one of our mod stats don't lie had asked an interesting question. Let me just scroll back up. Yeah. How much of the United hype is triple game week bias? Bearing in mind their fixtures actually aren't good. Huh. A lot of it. 
a lot of it that's what i'd say but the thing is we just spoke about it at the start of the pot i mean something like this which is a historical fpl even that comes up it's all right you you go for it you, you don't hold back when something like this happens yes the pessimist in you wants to come up front and say it's a trap etc but you just go for it yeah i agree also and again as long as you don't completely butcher your team for the next week keep that in mind that's it cross yeah. I think that you know one thing to keep in mind is um, you you don't get the prize if you don't buy the lottery ticket. So it's the same. I mean the the, the double game week fever it becomes the triple game week fever. You have to, if you can, longer term in perspective. Then yeah, I agree. And also with the United attackers, at least I think everybody is going to get three starts. I, I not three starts, sorry, three appearances. So the guys who are not playing in the middle, I expect them to come on as subs as well, and they'll have an impact on the game. So I like yeah. I like this other question also. Are we going to regret selling Kane and Son for triple game week players? How do you think that fixture is going to go against Leeds? Uh, if Calvin Phillips is uh, injured, I think we are going to regret selling Kane and Son. That's I, what, that's my short answer. I think I'm dreading it. I'm dreading it. I'm dreading selling I, uh, Kane, Son, and regular one. But I'm gaining one, two, three, four fixtures in the interim. So. Yeah, I'm that's I'm that's selling Son and keeping Kane, so at least trying to balance things out to that extent. It's a tough are decision you still, though, because you don't you have starting off. Pardon? Sir, are you starting Kane's off? Yes, very much so. In your case, I'd wait to see what happens tonight. If Saka is playing 90 minutes, uh, plus, then you bench Saka. Yeah, yeah, probably. I have Brewster, right? Remember, so Brewster <laughs> takes care of a lot of the decisions. Yeah. that's true i mean i think everyone can be burnt one 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 thing going for lr and i is we can get the spurs guys back next week but others can't if you don't have a free hit so mm-hmm. being careful like zoff you're doing not not just kind of gung ho selling both of them i mean also there's no need to sell kane necessarily unless it is to fund bruno which makes it very complicated anyway because it'll need two transfers likely a hit son to somebody makes sense because you may want to Pivot to a bail anyway from next week. So maybe Sun to Bruno to bail could be a move that somebody could look at. Right. So we have one super ch- chat from Anant Kumar. Thank you, Anant. Sun to Greenwood, Cody to Coleman. That's the first question. Second question is hold Kane. I like the Sun to Greenwood move. Cody to Coleman, not so much. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, Coleman, I do you think it. he starts? Because they also have a very busy fixture period, right? They have three to four days between games. Who who do you like in that family in ish? Defending I'd actually them. prefer Keane over Coleman because I think they've been quite poor defensively since Keane has dropped out of the team. I'm quite confident about him starting a large amount of minutes going forward, so I'd prefer Keane in that sense. Plus, even Lindelof. I mean, I don't know if he's tripled up on United, but uh, you know, Lindelof sh- could start all three possibly. Um, so I would back him more than. Uh, the Everton guy, uh, but I think it's worth the hit. Absolutely. If, if, if Maguire on... is paired with Bay Bay today, then that sounds yeah. interesting. That sounds interesting. But again, it depends on 36. I like Keane because primarily of the Sheffield United game in 36 as well. True. Rishi is asking, how do you triple captain between Bruno and Salah? I mean, you're getting to triple captain somebody in a triple game week. Do it. Definitely. Nine uh, games. Don't, don't don't overthink it. That's all. That's all. It's a. Uh, then. Somebody is asking who to buy, Jota or Zaha. It's a tough question. Jota, Zaha. We don't even know the problem with all these muscle injuries. It can be easily aggravated, right? You can pull up and all that stuff. And Zaha has traditionally struggled. So, and the thing is with the fixture congestion with Liverpool, you'd be more confident with Jota getting minutes now. 
I mean, Jota wasn't in the United lineup, uh, which 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 they announced. So that's one to watch. But we already know that with him, he will always come on if he's subbed. Uh, he's explosive and he's he has good fixtures throughout. And, so, now, and now it becomes a form thing, right? Let's say he starts Southampton, completely hypothetically. If he scores against Southampton, then the team sheet might change against United, right? He might see him start true. against United in that sense. Question from Albas. He's asked a super chat question. Thank you, Albas. Would you prefer going Bruno plus Maguire for Son plus Cody and an extra hit or Greenwood plus Maguire for Rafinha plus Cody? And uh, no Bruno. So basically, no Bruno. whether to take another hit for Bruno. Yep. And selling Son and selling Rafinha. I'd, I'd go all the way and go for Bruno. Same. Yep. Cross you as well? Yep, I agree. Yeah. I think it's too risky uh, to go without Bruno in a triple game week. Agree. It can easily go to massive downside. Somewhat uh, comes down to rank, mini league positions, and all of that as well. I mean, if you're. Yeah way down and you're trying to chase, maybe try it. But it's very, very risky. All right. Uh, Zaha or Pereira? Who would, would have to lose Bamford to? Who do you like, Zaha or Pereira? Mm. Pereira is not injured. Pereira is not injured, yeah. But Pereira also doesn't has a blank in 36, no? That's the problem. Again, Zaha has, I think, Villa and then Arsenal. If he's fit, then those fixtures aren't too bad. Rhinos is asking why we are so hot on Greenwood when we are saying he doesn't get in the strongest team. That's the that's the thing, right, Rhinos? I'm expecting him to play the Villa game, which is the money game, so to say. And then I'm expecting him to play one of the Leicester and the Liverpool games, and he's going to come on as a sub in the third game as well. And the thing with him is, he's is a very good impact sub. Uh, when he's coming on, generally it's against third tad decks, and he's only shooting on sight when he's coming on as a sub, which is why. We're so hot on Greenwood. No, for me, it's and, an age thing also, right? It's a recovery period. If you have, you can't expect guys who are 34, like Cavani, etc., etc., to recover in those periods. In these two days recovery periods, the 19, 20-year-old is obviously going to recover better. And it's a price thing also. 7 million, you can get him in for pretty much anyone. Exactly. And it's easy, easy transfer out as well if you want to target some other options later. Just a very easy in-out. It doesn't require too much compromise. Correct. Yeah, I mean, for us, it's the. I mean, I think what we've discussed is he's the third best option. So if you were to go with two, you'd go Bruno Maguire or Shaw, as Zoff said. So he's the third best. If you're going to triple up, then he he's a great option for all the reasons you've said. Yeah. Karan is asking me who do who do I think is uh, more important this week, Jota or Trent? Karan, if you're buying somebody until game week 38, I'd yeah. say go for Trent because you'll get all the games. He's going to start 90 minutes into five. I have no doubts about that. So I'd say Trent. You guys yep. agree, disagree? Absolutely. Oh. Right. In terms of Liverpool, I think the the order is pretty clear, right? It's like Salah, TA, and then at the third one, you can probably go like Mane, Jota, Robertson. I can, so I, actually, I'll ask you guys that question. I can either go Reguilon to Robertson or I can go Rafinha to Jota. I just don't feel Jota is reliable in the last two game weeks of the season. I think uh, Robertson is. And I like Burnley Palace from a clean sheet point of view as well. So, that's why I'm thinking But I like Reguillon as an asset also. In those two, two yeah. games against, like, I think they're Villa and Wolves, right? Reguillon could get No, any. no, no. In the last two games, it's Leicester and Villa. That's also the thinking. Wolves is and, free hit. All oh, right, Wolves is the free hit game. Correct, correct. Yeah. And Rafinha has got a last uh, strong last two as well, which let's I don't yeah. mind. Her. Let's see what's up with Rafinha's fitness. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a super chat question from Mihir. Kane to DCL plus Ta. Okay, this is a very complex question. How do I even read this? Zoff, you think? Yeah, you yeah. Let me have a look at it. 
DCL plus TA was summed up plus so withdraw to JWP plus TA plus DCL. Oh, he should have, why is DCL? I can't really understand this question. Mihir, could you just rephrase it for us again? Yeah, I don't send us a super chat. Okay. Yeah, just send a normal one. We'll just go back to the previous super chat from Yash. So this is a question about Chelsea. You're trying to focus on United, but let's just answer it anyway. He's asking for thoughts on Rudiger. Does he play the double? Does he see a clean sheet against Arsenal? So Rudiger was an absolute colossus last night, and I loved how forward he was getting. He got into the box a few times. He took a few shots. So I think he's going to play the next few games. I think he's going to play the City game, and he's going to play the Arsenal game, and he's going to play the FA Cup final because he ha- he's had his rest, right? You have to keep in mind it wasn't a muscular injury that he had over the weekend. It was only a facial injury. So I think Rudiger is good to go. All right, great. Good to hear that. I'm playing him then. And he's not going to tinker with Mendy, right? I have Mendy. No, no, he'll so? not tinker with Mendy. Mendy again was an absolute beast last night. So we can't risk anything right now. Top four, every point. West Ham are completely on our coattails. True. All right, great. I think we can end the stream now because I want to particularly keep it short with the short turnaround time sure. to tomorrow's deadline. Uh, so thank you again, Pras, for joining us. It's been actually great. Uh, to have you on and i don't think this is going to be the last time we're going to have you on so thank you so much for joining us and zof thank you so much for uh, saving my ass from a technological oh. standpoint so my pleasure i'm happy I, I, I didn't fall asleep i barely got to sleep last night <laughs> i think you can happily take a nap now yeah, yeah. all right guys Rush, you were saying no i was just saying my pleasure thanks for having me uh, really good to interact and discuss all things man united and fpl with you guys Great. Cheers. A lot of people in the chat are asking what about the defenders, attackers. Guys, you can go back to the top of the stream where we actually went with defense first. We ranked them, we went with attackers next and we ranked them. So I think that will be useful. So you can look back at the stream. Right. Mihir has connected his question. Should we just answer it? He sent a super chat. I always want to yeah, answer Yeah, of course, those. of course. So yeah. he's, he's asking, he's saying, my bad. I meant Kane and Phillips to DCL and TA or... Sun, Philips, Vidra to DCL, TA and Ward Prowse. So DCL and TA are coming in regardless. So, but the route he is taking to get them is different. He wants Kane and Phillips to DCNT or Sun plus. Basically, lose Sun or Kane. I'd lose Sun. Lose Sun, like rather lose Sun, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the Sun option made. Yeah, and I like, like Pras said, I like the option of having an option to maybe going to bail later. Uh, he keeps the form going, so I like that as well. Right, guys. Thank All you right. again. That's it from us. Uh, cheers, guys. Uh, and we'll see you. We don't know when we're going to pod next. We'll probably be updating you guys on Twitter. So see you. Take care, guys. See you. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.